0: Welcome to The Shift Spotlight Podcast. I'm Winter, your host and co-founder of The Shift Spot. We are a CEO, coaching, and peer advisory community of fellow business owners who are passionate about making radical shifts in their businesses and their lives. We are business transformational experts that help business owners and CEOs shift from working in the business to working on the business. My partner, Ken Paskins and I have a combined 55 years of experience as an accomplished CEO, COO, executive coach, skill sets in sales and marketing, public relations and peak performance for successful CEOs looking to scale their business with ease. We say here at The Shift Spot, shift happens, we can help. And we believe our support will help you design your business to give you the freedom and balance you deserve. Also, the Shift Spotlight is always looking for podcast guests. So go to shiftspot.com and click on podcasts. We'd love to have you. Hey, everybody. This is Winter with the Shift Spotlight podcast. And today I'm here with Casey Catala. Casey, I kind of feel like we are, um, soul sisters because from the time that you booked this podcast, um, I did a little Google stalking on you and, um, you know, you are really out there. You're my backyard. Number one, we're both in Atlanta, which is crazy. Um, and number two, I see you've done a ton of traveling. So before we get into the business, let's talk a little bit of fun. Um, I'm a huge traveler. It looks like you've been to Finland several times. I, one of my all time favorite trips was to Lapland, Finland, and I oh got a my massage there. I got one of the best massages of my life there and um, we went to see the northern lights and everybody told us there's no way you're going to see them in five days because we had a five-day trip planned mm-hmm. you, you stupid americans you're idiots there's never going to happen and on the very first night we saw the northern lights um but t- tell us a little about your travels and at a high level what you do and why we're talking today
1: yeah so thanks so much for having me i have done a little stalking on you as well and i definitely agree that we are somehow Tismits, you know soul sisters um and yes the reason that i have so much travel to finland is because my husband is finnish so he was born and raised uh moved to the united states in when he was seven actually uh my in-laws moved here you know straight from finland and so we go back a lot to see his family um so yeah we did just get back from a trip i was able to take about 10 days away from work we didn't see the northern lights this time and we actually haven't been to lapland it's on our list um but where his family is from it's a good ways from lapland um but yeah we we go every summer we try to go every summer and um, I'm thankful that my work allows me to do that. You know, as a business owner, stepping that far away from your business can be kind of scary. Um, but I have a great retreat director and we have a great team. And, you know, we we had a great time in Finland. Um, we have a four-year-old son. So we all kind of, you know, traveling with a toddler is is hard, uh, but worth it. So, yeah, we had a great time.
0: It's an amazing country. They're chocolate Top notch. I do no. I did try the reindeer. It's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's good. Um, so that's, that's interesting. I've got a, a lot of clients that are from Finland. So love, love the people, love the country. And I had the best massage of my life there. So you are the uh, franchise owner for Massage Heights Decatur. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so people can find you at massageheights.com forward slash Decatur. Um, again, thanks so much for joining us. So you you know, you're a franchise owner, but why don't you say in your own words, what it is that you do?
1: Yeah. So I I think what's important to know is that I was a member of Massage Heights for four or five years before I opened my own. So I was on the customer side. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was back then, I think it was 49 or 59 a month. Um, and I had a membership and I only signed up for a year membership, but I actually went on auto renew and was a member for four or five years. And I would go religiously every other Friday um and i just loved it i love the brand i love the feeling i love the price um yeah. you know my friends and family will tell you i am a i am kind of a spa junkie i've been to every spa in the city of atlanta you know when i really want to go all out i'll go to a big spa but just for regular maintenance and when i just want to get that really good massage and get in and out i was going to massage fights in brookhaven so mm-hmm. fast forward i was working in medical sales i was a medical sales rep Um, and like a lot of people, I was that person that was like, I really want my own business. Gosh, I would love to do it. And I was talking about it. I was talking a lot about it with my friends and family, but I was never actually doing it. I couldn't get up the nerve to do it. Um, and I think there's so many people right now, especially with the layoffs and, you know, I'm in my forties and I have so many friends and family that are like, oh my gosh, I would love to do what you do. How did you get into that? And then there's days in business as an owner where I look at them and go, you know what? I really miss, miss being an employee. Gosh, you know, the benefits and the 401k and the, you know, so it's it's both, you know, but I will say overall, I'm so glad that I made the jump. And, and people don't realize as a business owner, you know, they just see
0: what's above the surface. It's like that iceberg analogy, right? They just see the, Oh, she's in Finland again. She's on her trips. She's with her husband. She's with her family. They don't see that big iceberg below the water where it's sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, am I going to make enough money to pay payroll this month? Um, am I going to be able to save this year? Am I going to be able to put away? People don't realize as, you know, a business owner as well, that a lot of times you don't have health insurance and it's really hard to get health insurance. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, the marketplace doesn't help business owners like us. So unless you find some workaround, which is really, 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 really difficult. So there is this whole other side that I think a lot of times people don't talk about and they sort of suffer with silently and they suffer with alone. And that's one of the reasons why Ken and I created the shift spot is we are a CEO coaching and peer advisory community. And we kind of felt like, as a CEO, you experience the same problems. And so we put together this community where everybody could kind of not be so alone with some of these challenges that they have to go through as an owner. Cause a lot of times people just think it's all rosy and peachy and yeah. money's just coming in. So. Yeah, um, and, and,
1: and what you're doing winter is so needed because there is a whole community of CEOs and people that own businesses, and it can be very lonely. It can be isolating. You've right. got to work. When people say owning a business is hard work, yes, it can be physically hard. Like there, there have been times I've had to go in and physically do laundry or help with something. But it's hard in the sense of mentally, you are constantly managing your own state. Yes. And lucky for me, whenever I get kind of twisted up about something, you know, I'm in a, I am in a scenario where I, I jump on the table. I go for a massage, whereas yeah. before when I would get stressed out about work, my go-to was margaritas and tacos, right? You know, I would go out and say, I'm going to drink a couple of margaritas and I have some tacos with my friend. The bill comes, it's 60 bucks, 70 bucks, you know, and I felt like crap the next day. Yeah, you can't do that after your 40s anymore. You, you can do that. And so we're living your... in a society where people are really becoming conscious about what can I really do to make myself feel better today? And massage has taken off like gangbusters. I mean, pre-pandemic, of course, massage was pop, was popular. Post-pandemic, you would be so surprised at how many people I meet that are just, They won't go without their massage. They will cut anything else, but they will not let go of that monthly massage. It's a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable for Ken and I. I mean, it is is
0: absolutely part of our care. And we talk about how CEOs, they don't take care of their biggest business asset, which is themselves. Right? right. And it's like, you know, you've got to take care of the number one person because that person's taking care of so many other people. And if you're not putting yourself first and making sure you feel filled up and rejuvenated and in a good spot, you it will trickle down into your staff and you've got quite a, a lot of staff. How many, how many people
1: do you have? Yeah. So we have, uh, right now we have 31. We have a ton of great therapists. I mean, Every therapist has her own style, but right now we have a strong team of very experienced therapists. I mean, if you go look at our reviews, I'm just one thing I'm so proud of. There's some stuff I'm kind of struggling with with my business. Um, But one thing I'm really proud of is like we just get great reviews and they right. call them out by name. They'll say, Oh, gosh, I had a 90 minute with Winter today. She is a phenomenal therapist and I feel so much better. And, you know, when I read those, I'm like, okay we're good. So
0: let's, let's dive into it. What are, what are some of the strugglers, struggles that you're dealing with?
1: Well, people, I mean, our clients are amazing hiring team members and constantly thinking about, am I doing the right thing? Am I pouring into them? Did I say the right thing? You know, you have an idea or strategy and you explain it and did it, you know, there's so many things lost when you're trying to teach something, right? So we're always doing training and things like that. But just just having so many team members and making sure they're well taken care of is probably the one thing that kind of keeps me up at night. Um, yeah. And it's funny, I was telling somebody the other day, a picture popped up and it was the original team that I had hired. It was our first group of therapists. And I think back then we had 10 therapists. We had seven front desk people. We had an assistant retreat director and a retreat director. And we took this picture. And I, at that time, I was so naive that I was like, this is my people. This is going to be my family. We're going to grow together. You know, you signed a 10 year contract when I signed on for the franchise license. And just the turnover, like a lot of those people, whether we let them go, they let themselves go, um, They moved on to other careers. And that part of it it will always leave an owner going, did I do the right thing? How could I have kept those people? And, you know, were they just not a good fit? And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, it weighs on me.
0: Yeah. You know, it's um, they say that if your business isn't working, it's down to two reasons. It's your processes or your people. And um people seems to be the number one issue that businesses struggle with but it's also the number one thing you need to have in order to scale and we've been doing this um during the month of August we've been kind of opening our shift spot doors for free for the month and it, everything was about how to uh, win the talent game and how to attract retain and hire the right talent for your organization and we've been going over all of these things that you know even I didn't realize but how to speak to multi-generational you know yes. multi-generations where it's like, you've got to talk to this generation like X, but this one like Z. And then your message, you know, hits. Whereas if you're trying to blanket talk to people, it doesn't go as well. Um, You know, how to employ change as a leader and get people on board with that change. Because, you know, in businesses, we have to change and what leaders need to do. I'm going to send you some of these replays. These things are awesome. You know, you can listen to them at one and a half X. you know it's an hour that you can get done in 30 minutes but um you know we found that there's these little shifts that you can make um to you know help keep your people recognized and on board longer so people it's the number one problem that we deal with in the shift spot it it is a and it it will be there until the end of time you know you have a business you're trying to scale you're going to have to have people and with people come problems and it's just a matter of managing them
1: right And, and it's a, you know, I would say 80% of the time I I love them. You know, I go into work and I'm like, gosh, you know, we have great people, but it's changed too in what they want and what they need. So in our business, massage therapists are, you know, they make or break our business and we know it and they know it. And what's interesting is I am getting bombarded with resumes for, I got five this morning and I'm like, what is going on with all these therapists coming out of the woodwork? Well, what's happening is whether you think we're in a recession, we're hitting a recession, or we're past the recession, or it's never coming, whatever your thought is, people are not the independent therapists that are charging 10, 100, 120 bucks, they're not busy. We had a low prospect month in July you know, it was a lower month for us because people are on vacation, you know, now that kids are back in school, we're seeing an uptick in our appointments and all that. But if we're a little bit slow, you know, the independents are really slow. They're trying to work for themselves because people are not willing to pay a hundred dollars all the time to get regular massage. So they still want their massage. They'll come looking for us at 79 for an hour, which is exactly what happened in last recession. Um, So a lot of those independents are like, Hey, I need steady work. I need steady clients. And we take care of all of that for them. All they have to do is come to work, do what they're passionate about, give a great massage, take care of that person. And the rest is done for them. So we're seeing a really big influx in really good therapists. And I'm thankful. I'm very thankful to God. Like, thank you for these people. And when we get them in, it's, it's our opportunity. You know, we, we court them. we, we I call it we date them, like you know.
0: You gotta woo them, you gotta woo your employees. And I know yeah. like like CEOs have this mindset that it's like, you know, I'm paying your paycheck. It's my way. That's yeah. how you're gonna do it. no and it used to the world we're living in. That used to be the way, but it's mm-hmm. not like that anymore. Employees wanna feel like they matter, they wanna feel Wined and dined, you know, just like, you know, like you say in a relationship, right? They they want they want the flowers and they want the the yeah. nice dinners and the vacations. And if you don't do that, you are not going to keep good people. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's it's a mind a mindset shift that a lot of owners have to get around just because you pay them. Doesn't mean you own them. You've got to treat them how they want to be treated in order for them to give back their loyalty. So it's a really different
1: world, a different work world that, that we are in. For sure. Yeah. I told, I mean, yes. And we, we roll, you know, we offer, you know, in the service industry, PTO is not a thing. Yeah. It's not. And we do PTO for, you know, it's an accrual based PTO. We offer reimbursement for their CEUs because they have to do them, Um, you know, complimentary monthly massage for the therapist so they can take care of themselves too. We actually just talked about, let's go do something as a team. And we used to go get a couple pizzas and go bowling or do some kind of outing like that. But this time we're actually bringing in like an energy worker, hypnotherapist kind of guy that I know. What? And he's going to do some energy clearing and some breath work for us. And we're doing it as a team Yeah, because they said, that's what we want. So, you know, the days of like bringing in pizzas on a Friday, it's not like that anymore. People are looking for something more, something deeper that's truly good for them so that they can get the energy to keep going. That's right. I mean, you sound like you have it figured out, but you know, I don't, I do not have it figured out. (laughs) but that's you know, this you... afternoon, I'll be like, I, I, I don't know. I am <laughs> I am the owner that is like not afraid to say, I, I don't know, guys. I, I really don't know, but I'll figure it out.
0: And that's the best kind of owner. It's the ones that know everything. You know, when I first got started, I have a background in luxury real estate. And when I first got started in real estate... You know, people would ask me questions I didn't know the answer to. And I used to know people that would spout out some answer, whatever that answer they thought would be. And I was the one who said, you know what? I do not know the answer to that, but I'm going to find out and get right back to you. Yep. And yep. I gained so much respect by being my authentic self and not trying to be the know-it-all. The know-it-alls yep. got yep. sued. The know-it-alls aren't in the industry. <laughs> you know, they they fell out of it. So I think if you are the leader that says, I don't know, you are seen as human. Human. And our employees, they really do need a human leader. They don't yeah. want, you know, that that non-touchable in the sky. They they want that human element and to know that, you know, people make mistakes, and so do leaders as well, you know. Yeah. Um, so like if you were to do it all over again, number one, would you buy into a franchise? Yes. Yes. Okay. And in, number two. If you were to do it all over again and you could tell your younger self or less experienced self, um, you know, some certain advice that you've learned along the way, what would it be?
1: I think the the most important thing that I've learned is around the people piece. And as women, we are naturally intuitive.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: when your intuition and your gut tells you. That someone is in your business and they're not a good fit, or you feel like they don't have the best you the best interest in mind for you and your business, you've got to you've got to rip off the Band-Aid. No matter if it means you got to go back to the drawing board and you've got to start interviewing candidates and you've got to hire a new retreat director and you've got to go through all the rigmarole and you've got to retrain, you have to let that person go. Because in the beginning, I hung on, you know, there was a time when you just couldn't find workers mm-hmm. during the pandemic, you know, now we're getting tons of resumes and we're good. But there was a time when we were trying to operate with when it was like, you work the front desk and we're like, hey, Winter, do you have a friend that's looking for a job? <laughs> yeah. uh, because we could not find workers. And that made me hang on to a lot of people that I shouldn't have hung on to, because right. it wasn't a good fit for them. And what I know is they weren't happy. I wasn't happy, but I was just so scared. I will always, to the day I die, say that firing someone is my worst day. I hate to do it. I don't like to do it. And I think if there's an owner that says, I would love to fire people, they it's not a good, you know, it's not great. <laughs> um, but I, I, as I've gotten older, I'm six years in, I have a retreat director now that I feel very comfortable with. I feel like we are in sync. Um, she wants what's best for the business. She's trying her hardest. She's not doing everything right, but neither am I. And so we're figuring it out together. And that has been the piece that has really been tough for me because, you know, your retreat director is your, is your, is your really important person because they are running the business. They are like your right-hand man. Right. And, I think I learned a lesson to not sit on it. You have to just face it, pull the beta date off and, and let it go. And then you also have to be okay with, you know, there are things behind the scenes that happen with employees because as a small business owner, you are the person that knows all the information and Mm -hmm. you can't share that with your team. So when you let somebody go or you make a change, the team goes, why did you do that? That was, gosh, she was my friend. I liked her. Right. But you know, in the back of your mind that they weren't meeting metrics, there was decreasing revenue. And oh yeah, by the way, they had these behavioral issues, you know, because even though I'm the owner, my husband is actually Mm co-owner and, you know, we dealt with some behavioral issues with past directors that we can't tell the team, you know, if we showed them things, emails and said, look, this is what happened, they would understand. So it's hard to go into work. And I've learned that lesson early on. It's like, you just have to be okay with not everybody liking you sometimes.
0: And another way around that too, is to get really clear on your vision and really clear on your culture. And then whenever you have to fire somebody, it's, they didn't align with this culture or they didn't align with this vision. And by the way, let me remind you what this culture and vision is about here. Um, and you got to constantly reinforce it. And then it doesn't become, well, why did, you know, Sarah get fired? It's, it. it there was no alignment with this that's important to us. And you just, you know, pounded in them over and over and over and those that are supposed to stick will stick and they will be the employees that you want to stick because they believe in the vision and the culture that you're building.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's probably been one of the hardest lessons. And, but yeah, I would definitely buy into a franchise again. Um, I think that, you know, if we went to look at a franchise concept, we would be in a more, Because when we went to interview or go on Discovery Day with massage rights, we were in a very passive state. We were kind of sitting there at this table, like, tell us, like, you know, like we were being interviewed. But now if we went, you know, we have so many specific questions we would ask. Right. um, You know, Jonas and I. And. But, yeah, absolutely. I would buy into another franchise. So curious,
0: um where do you see yourself investing resources for growth over the next year? We've been getting a lot of different answers on that question.
1: People, I mean, mm-hmm. our business, it's not like we sell candles or widgets that you put on the put on the shelf and when you're ready to buy them, they're there, you know? Yeah. We sell the skills of therapists. And so our when we talk about growth and focus, it is always going to be into therapists. And one thing that I'm really interested in is machinery, physical things Mm -hmm. that are therapeutic for a guest that are really good for the body, Mm -hmm. but also save body mechanics, physically save the energy of our therapists. So, you know, When I think about the future, I think about diversifying what we offer in a therapeutic session, because this world of wellness, it used to be very linear. It was like Swedish massage. And there will always be the fluff and buff people. I'm coming in for a Swedish massage. Great. Love them. But the world is changing because when we talk about wellness, we don't just talk about massage. We talk about nutrition, um, red light therapy for scar tissue. Cryotherapy, therapy, uh, meditation, breath work. Um, just all, there's so many things and we get so many vendors coming at us, like offer this, you should consider adding this and just trying to work with the franchise with Massage Heights because they're on this path too, right? To figure out what would be best for our customers because I sit in the lobby sometimes and I'll ask our guests when they come out, what are we doing great? What do you wish was better? Yeah, A lot of times I get, I wish you guys offered facials because we don't do facials in Decatur, but Brookhaven and Buckhead do. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, what else, you know, do you need a quiet room to sit down for 15 minutes after your massage before you go right back out into North Decatur road into traffic? Um, you know, yeah, I'm going
0: to um, tell you, I am a functional medical freak. Okay. Like I all into woo woo stuff and <laughs> optimal performance and a couple of things. And, and I just have an idea for you. Like one of the things I cannot live without it's my biomat. And And um, if you check it out online, it's an amethyst mat yep. that heats up to like, you know, 200 degrees or whatever. It kills cancer cells. It kills bacteria, viruses, it softens muscles, things like that. You know, when you go into a massage, you kind of have like, sometimes they'll do like a a heating pad or whatever. Mm -hmm. The bio mat has proven health benefits. And so like we have it set up in our, we have a master bedroom that has like this huge other room attached to it. And we have it set up on a day bed. So we can constantly just go turn it on whenever we want. If we feel stressed or like you can't sleep in the middle of the night, you get on it, passes you right out. So check that out. That's got a whole bunch yeah. of benefits that I think would really make you unique. Um, and plus, it's it's awesome. Like you could have it where your staff. So I think it was like $1,600 for the full body. You can get little ones too, right? But I think it was like $1,600 for the full body. There are Biomat knockoffs. Don't get the knockoffs. You've got to get the Biomat. Buy one. Deduct the expense. Try it on a couple you know, of guests. And then it becomes a benefit for the staff as well. You're allowed to use a biomat anytime we don't have a guest or whatever. And like you could, you know, if, if you start to see value in it, you could get, you know, one or two, you might even call the company and see if they'll lend you one on a trial period or something before you. Yeah. Invest.
1: That, um, I love that. That would be, I have heard of the biomat and our, our tables are heated. Um, but I love, yes, I love that. I've even had this thought of, you know. When I was a new mother, all I really wanted to do was take a nap. I was just like, but I don't want to go home because I've got a nanny at the house. And, but I really just need a nap. Yeah. And I thought to myself, what if you had an hour service and then you offered it to guests? Hey, you could have this room. We, you know, like they have those sleep pods in um, the airport. Yeah. I just have this room for an extra 30 minutes and you can just snooze and we'll come get you. Yep. And you know, charge an extra fee for that. Um, but then if you put the biomat, it
0: makes sense to charge that extra yes. fee because it's yes. on service. It's not just a napping room, it's a biomat room. Yeah. And then you can put in the salt cave kind of feel lights and all that stuff too, and call it, you know the salt yeah. healing biomat room. And it, it is, it is really cool. Cause they are amethyst. Um, but like, that's something Ken and I, we couldn't live without. I mean, we just literally, like he didn't know about it. I bought it. And now that he's all like on it I and mean, it, it's like, we probably, no, we can't, I'd say we give away his dog before the biomat, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's our number two thing next to the dog though. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, but you have your thing and sleepless nights as a, as a, business owner. That's a thing. Yeah. That's a yeah.
0: thing. We'll just keep it on in the winter time. So like, if you're having a hard time sleeping, you'll just go lay on it. You'll pass out on the daybed. You'll wake up and then you'll walk back to the bed. It's amazing. Um, yeah. so, so you can come over to my house cause and we're in, back here. you can try it. You can try it in our, in our room and see, see what you're talking about before you invest. But yes, um, I
1: actually, I might come over there. I feel like we're going to meet anyway. So. Oh yeah. Definitely.
0: All right. So, um, I understand that you are, is there anything else you want to wrap up with before we talk about what you're going to give our listeners?
1: Um, no, I'll, you know, I'll just say I I'm actually starting a podcast of my own. Um, it's called no clue Inc the adventures in running a business for beginners. And we are going to talk about everything we're going to talk in layman terms to the person that is out there and is driving in their car, a pharmaceutical sales rep, who's like, I don't know what EBITDA means. I don't know how to read a P&L. What's P&L? You know, I always joke that when the first time someone said P&L to me, I thought they meant P, the letter N, L. You know, just all the things, profit and loss. And, you know, when we went to, when we went to Discovery Day, there was an older gentleman that looked straight at me and said, what, Casey, what's your liquidity? And I, you know, I'm like, what is he talking about? (laughs) And, you know, I just say I started this business and I had no clue. I really just learned along the way. And that's why I bought into a franchise because there is some safety there. Right. And I specifically bought into a membership franchise because there is safety in predicting your revenue. Right. Um, But other than that, I just really want to share that message. of. This is what I do. Still figuring it out. And you can, too. You know, you can. And there's so many people in podcasting right now. There's just so much information and people like you that will coach those people through it. I mean, you probably work with CEOs and entrepreneurs that are big and they've made it. But there are people that are just starting out that need you to coach them on things like reiterating your vision and mission to your team to keep them all on the same page. Like I've just learned that. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, am I doing that? I need to do that. I'm doing that right. No, probably not. Um, So, yeah, I, I, you know, I just, I love our business. I think massage is really recession proof. Um, We're seeing a major uptick uptick. We're very busy. We're open seven days a week now. 9 to 9, Monday through Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday. We're closed four days a year. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to be convenient, up, affordable, and upscale, meaning you can get off work early and call and say, hey, listen, I got off early. Can I jump in for a massage? And we'll say, yep, we got you. Come on in. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Okay. So you are going to be gifting a one hour massage with complimentary st- hot stone upgrade to okay. one lucky listener. How do, how do
1: they get that? How sure. do they reach? So we will put together a package, um, uh, for one hour. And then the hot stone is a really good upgrade. It's probably our most popular. Um, you can do deep tissue, Swedish, light, firm, whatever you need, Uh, with that package, and we are going to gift that to a lucky listener if they, the first person to email me at kasey.catala at Massage Heights. So that's Katala K-O-H-T-A-L-A at Heights with an S dot com. Shoot me an email, let me know you heard this on the Shift Spotlight, and we will get that all set up for you. We can mail it out, or we can just have it ready for you at the front desk.
0: Awesome. All right, Casey, it was beyond my pleasure to have you today. This was so fun. This was so fun. Um, And yes, we're absolutely going to get together soon. So thank you
1: so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It It was really great. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Winter here, thank you so much for listening to the Shift Spotlight Podcast. If you are a business owner, CEO, founder, or co-founder of a service-based business with 11 to 100 employees, and have zero to nine years of experience seeking recognition for your exceptional expertise while gaining exposure through our remarkable network, Well, we are actively searching for podcast guests who can bring their inspiring stories to light, to the spotlight. And we would love to showcase your journey. Please visit theshiftspot.com forward slash podcast to apply today. And if you are a listener, I'd love to give a shout out to your business, to our whole audience for free. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or follow our newsletter on LinkedIn by searching the shift spot through LinkedIn. I'd love to just even have you pop by and say hello, because I'd love to meet you. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot truly to me and my team. We believe every person has a message that can positively impact the world. And we love our community who listens and shares our program. Together, we are empowering one another as shift leaders. Hit subscribe to be inspired and motivated. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you and your growing business. We will see you next time.